a lawyer. No Whoa, way. No way we've e you've ever said that in our five and a half year relationship. Yeah, I wanted to be a lawyer or a surfer. Babe. Or the president of the United States. My mom set up to be the first president of the, the first woman president of the United States. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. You're wearing your favorite color. It is my favorite color. Look at you. It's a very exciting day today. Very, very exciting day. Y yes. It's a love fest that has been in the oven. Brewing. Brewing. Mm, brewing in the oven? Baking. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Slowly rising in the oven for close to a year. Mm -hmm. And we're just so excited that this particular couple carved the time out of their very busy and mm -hmm. glamorous lives to join Join us here to talk about their relationship. So the bachelor person in question, because there usually is one, first of all, one of my all-time favorite people I've ever met, let alone within Bachelor Nation. And I've always felt like if we lived in the same city, we would just hang out a lot more. But she's very similar to me, I feel. Uh, you know her from Bachelor season 19 and 20. So she's actually from my era more yeah, or less. Yeah. And she uh, is the co-host of the massively successful Scrubbing In podcast, where I just think that she just shines. And you can find her on Instagram at Becca Tilly. And her TikTok is at Becca Tilly with a five at the end. What's with that five? It's like my number. They didn't have Becca Tilly. And so five's always been my number. I'm Who else is Becca Tilly? I don't know. That's no. it. <laughs> Her other half is a celebrated pop sensation behind the hit albums Expectations and Panorama. And since her 2015 debut, I'm sorry, you're probably used to this, but I'm going to rattle it off anyway, has amassed over 1 billion, billion wow. global streams and over 2.28 million YouTube subscribers accrued over 820 million lifetime YouTube views. I'm still going and sold out numerous venues across <laughs> the country and abroad. NPR has called her one of the 21st century's most influential women musicians. Ooh. She is the author of the instant, I love that, instant, number one New York Times best-selling novel, Girls Like Girls. And she even has her own gender-inclusive and award-winning fragrance, Hugh. Wow. I love that. Just just the cherry on Why top. Not? <laughs> she can be found on Instagram and TikTok at Haley Kiyoko. You guys, I'm so thrilled that you are here to join us today. Thank yes. you. We're Thank so you excited. So much. What a wonderful intro. Yeah, wow. Well, I got my full bio. Thank you so much. Don't stop. <laughs> there was actually more, but I had to pick I, and choose. She abridged that. <laughs> Literally, I had actress here and like a bit about that, but then I was like, no, I have to That's pick true. <laughs> We only have two hours. I'm so excited to be here because Becca's always told me about you Charlene and all your amazing escapades and hangouts in New York and like Aww. he's obsessed with you Andy can't wait to get to know you more and so sweet. yeah we're happy to be sweet. here Thank you. Thank Actually, you. I remember when Becca first told me about you and she described you and I was like, "She's Hoppa?" And I was really yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a big moment. Okay, so we want to start at the very beginning of your love story. And even though I think this is pretty well documented online, just for anyone who isn't already well versed, we want to know how you two met and then we're going to build from there. Do you want to? You do. You tell the story better. Um, so I, this is just a little setup of the situation. So this was in 2018, and at the time, my two younger sisters lived with me, and they're both um, they're both lesbians. So I walked in one day, and they would just sit on the couch and watch YouTube videos. Like that was kind of an era where like 
it was a lot of YouTube, YouTube was in. Yeah, it was just like a lot of watching of YouTube videos. And they were watching one of Haley's videos and she's it's her video um feelings and she's very cocky in the video. Like she's like trying to get this girl's attention, she's dancing, she's like really cocky and I was like who is that? And they were like, oh, her name's Haley Kiyoko. Like, she's really popular in the lesbian music world. And um, I was like, oh, she thinks she's so cool. And that was kind of like <laughs> the end of that moment. So a couple of days later, my friend Brittany invites me, sends me an invite, and it's for Haley's album release party slash birthday celebration. And she was like, hey, would you want to go to this? I grew up with this girl. And, um, and she told me to kind of invite whoever. So... I was like, this is so weird because Caroline and Hink were just watching her music video. They love her. And she was like, oh, invite them too. So it was kind of the one of those things where it was like, all right, we'll go out. If the party sucks, we'll go somewhere after, you know, like one of those <laughs> things. So we show up to the party, the group of us, and immediately take some shots. And then Haley comes up and um, she introduces herself. And I remember being like, oh, she's she's so cute like she's such a fun like I don't know I just was like oh she's so cute Did, were you gonna I was just saying not as cocky as you thought but kind of it was you my were party. cocky at the party it was, my, it was 2018 <laughs> I just released my first album I invited like every eligible female in the vicinity <laughs> of the area and Becca ended up being one of them yeah so she comes up and says hey and introduces herself and then she goes off to mingle she ends up coming up a little bit later and she's like I think you were drunk at this point. She was Probably, flirting yeah. hardcore with me. And like, we were kind of flirting back and forth, but like innocently. And I, I was like, oh, she's so cute. We should set her up with my youngest sister, Hink. And uh, Haley kept asking our friend Brittany, is Becca into girls? And she was like, no, but her sister is. They're so cute. Mm -hmm. Like you should, we should, you should meet them. That was kind of the plan that night. We both, yeah. we ended up taking a group photo and Haley and I were holding hands in the photo. Just Within like, like 10 minutes of knowing each you know other. You like girls just like grab each <laughs> other's yeah. hand for the um, photo. Like the straight like, girls are like, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a funny realization the next day. Um, and then I clicked on my DMs and I had a DM for her, from her that was like sliding into your DMs. Yeah, wow. so I slid into her DMs, and then she she was basically just trying to pawn me off to her younger sister, uh, who we love, but I just you know, wasn't interested. And so um, she set up drinks for me to meet up with her and her sisters. We met on Wednesday and set up the drinks for Friday. This is a very long-winded answer to your question. No, I no, we love like to a lot of wind, so a lot of wind. Like, so I was supposed to get drinks with her and her sisters, and then. I also like don't drink a lot or go out. So I'm also like panicked because I'm like, where do I meet them? Where do you go out in L.A.? I don't even know. And um, her sisters bailed. And then I asked her, like, would, would you still want to get a drink with me? And so that's when we had like our like, I would say in quotes, date. <laughs> uh, and we met up and we like talked for like four hours. And then the next day um, she invited me out and then she kissed me. And then I left for tour two days later. And then from that point on, we were like, you know, I was on tour for a full year, but we were in like a, a long distance relationship, yeah. essentially. Wait a minute. So what? Uh, Wait. Yeah, I, well, I have questions as well, <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. She probably glazed over a few yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. you really yeah. like- I'm just trying to pick it up. You really cut like, to the chase there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just summarizing. 
summarizing, These Andy. Details are okay, okay. Okay, fine. Okay, you, okay yeah. get the details in. Go ahead. Well, you just sort of glossed over the Becca, like, kissing. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I have two questions. <laughs> I have two questions. That's definitely going to have to get fleshed out. But did you, Haley, did you know who Becca was when you first laid eyes on her? Thank you so much for asking, Andy. <laughs> okay. This is a hot topic. I did, but I pretended not to. Nice. Which, if anyone is listening, if you're ever in this situation, just admit that you know who they are. Like, just don't even pretend to be too cool for school. I totally knew who Becca was. I'm a massive Bachelor fan. <laughs> I am part of Batch Nation. One of the co-founders. I'm kidding. I'm not a founder. What? But I, you know, I was a big, big fan. And so when I met Becca, all my friends were like, oh, my gosh, did you see um, Becca from The Bachelors here? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I know. <laughs> yeah, but you you told her you didn't know her. And now here you are five and a half years later. So your advice is not good. <laughs> She got mad at me for yeah, not telling her. About that. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I lie about yeah. something so silly. So, yeah. <laughs> it's funny, when we had gone on our first date, I had told him at the end, like, well, not first date, the night we had met, I was like, let's mm-hmm. do this fun thing, like, before we see each other again, where we just don't Google each other. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, you, that's what you tell to I someone like who's... That. <laughs> Well, who I mean, doesn't Google someone who tells them not to Google? So he was them? like, "Yeah, yeah I will true. Google you." <laughs> that yeah. you're like asking for it. Who has yeah. self control. That's true. Yeah, he no fully Googled me, lied about it, and then I found out later. And I, I was had sort of to like, lie when I Googled her. Okay, so Andy and I, okay, okay. <laughs> we're both liars. We're both liars. <laughs> but here we are. I'm, but here we are. Okay. It sounds like you were both. To- I mean, my next question was, how familiar were you with each other? And it sounds like quite. Yeah. I mean, I knew that she was on Crystal season. Yeah. And I knew she was a good Christian girl. <laughs> but that's pretty much it, really. And then she tried to pawn me off to her sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and then, Becca, you yeah. thought that, that Haley was cocky. Yeah. I mean, I just, I saw her in the music video. It wasn't her talking or anything. And then when I met her, I don't, she's, and I think when I saw her at the party, she was confident because it was her party. She felt, you know, everyone was there for her, but I didn't, I, I didn't see her in that like way that I saw her in the video, you know, yeah, yeah. she was very personable and warm and, you know, came up and introduced herself. She wasn't too cool at the party. Well, she is an actress, really which not I, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I failed to mention in the bio that she is an actress. Yeah, yeah. So she oh, was wow. good at playing Thank person. you so much. I'm hoping, yeah. <laughs> Keep adding fun, fun facts throughout, throughout the hanging. <laughs> okay. Um, so I want to analyze that first you know, it doesn't sound like it was supposed to start out as a date. It sounds like it finished as a date. Mm-hmm. Yes. What were your impressions of each other? Like, how did those morph? I want to know. Like, that sounds like a really momentous evening. I think for me, it wasn't. For me, it was more like I remember being in the car on the way home because we had talked for like four hours, like basically shut the bar down, you know. And I remember leaving and thinking like I had never done that in like enjoyed that and then I kind of was questioning because I knew that I had known that she was interested in me because she was flirting with me she slid into my dms she wanted she initiated still getting the drink so I was like am I did I like the attention you know was you know I was just processing what it felt like but I didn't sleep that night like I got home super late and then I didn't sleep because I was just like Buzzing. Well, we kept texting too after. Yeah, it was the like four, 4 a.m. Yeah. And then we were like still texting. And then I literally, I didn't sleep for like the first 
three months of our relationship because <laughs> oh, I was just like, wow. you know, falling in love for the first yeah. time. That's just, like, cute. Painfully, yeah. like, excited. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I remember having that moment more so like reflecting like during I knew I was enjoying myself but it was more so after the fact of being like oh that was different you know that was a different experience it's I'm going to ask the dumb guy question here but this was not the first time you kissed a girl right it was yeah oh Wait, me? wow yeah, yeah my first time your yeah. first time oh wow. okay what good instincts <laughs> yeah <laughs> five and a half years later that's I mean wow I'm... that's amazing that's like a hole in one <laughs> It, it, she is a hole in one. <laughs> She's an athlete. She really is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's cool though because I I've dated a lot of women prior, but and but I've also dealt with a lot of like rejection. Where like I tend to go for more straight presenting women, and then they'll be like, I can't do this, or you know, it, it's just a, too difficult for them, and so I end up rejected. What made Becca different among all other things is that, like, she kissed me, which was the craziest thing. Like, the next day, she invited me out, which, again, I don't go out. They were, like, at the bungalow, and, like, it was, like, <laughs> midnight, and, like, I had rehearsal the next morning. I'm very, like, serious, and, like, I was just, like, focusing on work, and they are like, we're in Santa Monica, and I'm, like, and I was in, like, Studio City, North Hollywood, so it's, like, like a long drive, so I was like, I'm not going. I was like, I really must be really into her if I'm going to drive to Santa Monica at midnight, be the DD, pick these <laughs> girls up. <laughs> um, and then Becca kissed me, which was like the craziest thing. And that's where I was like, whoa, like this is like, this is a, this is different. And mm. this is like a very real thing wow. because she didn't really think twice about it. Oh, I love that story. That really great. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's so amazing that you just, you had never done that and it felt so natural. It felt like, it felt like the yeah. obvious thing to do. That's amazing. Yeah. I certainly had some liquid courage, but I, um, <laughs> I think that I always say our connection was so intense and so strong that I never had, I never second guessed any of the motions or like the the natural progression of the relationship, mm. which was really nice because it, you know, it's so easy to overthink those things, especially coming from my background and being on The Bachelor, dating men, sure. you know, exclusively. And then and then having this connection with a woman and being like, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm just going to like let myself experience it and and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really glad that that's how it went because yeah. That, that you allowed like, yourself to do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Speaking of that strong connection you just touched <laughs> on, I want to know that that first night you really hang out, what your first impression, first impressions were of each other, like on a, you know, interpersonal, you, mm -hmm. you know, Becca, you know how I am. Like, what, what was it about her? Like, what was your banter like? And then how those have changed five and a half years later, if at all. Well, I'll go first. I mean, Becca's like a light, as we all know. Oh. <laughs> emotional. I'm sorry, I'm I melted. get emotional when I say nice things. I get emotional <laughs> when other people say nice things. It's just a thing. Um, oh. I don't I don't know. That's why I'm in therapy. But um, but no, she's the light and so like, I remember I mean, she's like these beautiful blue eyes, and so I like met her and she had like a gorgeous smile and she just had this like 
energy of like warmth. And I'm always very attracted to like warmth. And um, yeah, she's just so inviting me. And anyone who meets Becca is just like, she makes other people feel so good about themselves in like a very like simple way um, and a deep way. So she's very generous. Think- yes. Yes. And so I felt that immediately when I met her at the club, <laughs> at, the, at the club. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, and that's, that hasn't changed at all. So, I mean, she's oh, wait. Are, so are there any first impressions of her that, that have changed at all? Like, I'm just curious five and a half years later, there's gotta be something first. No, I mean like I, not really. I mean, my first, I guess I thought she was like a party girl. Cause she, okay. when I met her, she was like always going out and like, she seemed very social. Um, and which she's, she's a very social person, but she's not like just like going out every single night and the weekends and stuff. But I, I think I assumed that she was like that, mm-hmm. um, which was incorrect. Yeah. So if that's I what you're like, fishing for, no. there's one <laughs> there's <laughs> for you. Right, I, I, Becca is the, is the ultimate, you're like the poster child extroverted introvert in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I like when, when someone finally named that, I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Because I didn't relate to being extremely either or. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Becca, you're not getting out of answering this. (laughs) I think I, you know, meeting Haley and kind of after we met and like kind of seeing her, her music videos and her more like public persona, I thought she was just like very, like, in my mind, I remember thinking, we have this really, really strong connection, but this girl is about to leave for tour. I remember thinking, like, she could hurt me. Like, this feels like someone who could, you know, she's just going to have, like, people throwing themselves at her as she's going on tour. And I was so wrong because I Haley's, like, the most loyal person I've ever met. Like, almost to a fault. Not towards me, but, like, almost to a fault in some cases. And I think that more than anything I've seen her as like an artist and she what she's been able to do as far as like opening the doors for people to feel safe being themselves like I think I always thought of it as this like super sexualized uh persona and like career and I think what she's done is push the boundaries to give people a chance to see people in healthy loving relationships just like we've been able to see in like heterosexual couples and like people navigate that on the screen she's been able to open the doors and so I think I've I've learned and it's been a journey for me of like learning how to like process what she does as art and like how her mind works and what her goal is with her art and I just think like the the like arrogant girl that I saw in the video is um it's a part of her, but I think that who she is is like the most loving and like loyal and passionate and like emotional person. And I, I think that um, in like the best way I've gotten to see these parts of her that um, just like changed my whole perspective of who she was when I first met her. Oh my wow, God. <laughs> I need to steady that myself. That was more than we usually that. get. Yeah, we usually oh. get like a, like six or seven words with like 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 like. No, like. no, 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 no. That was no very, one does that, but no, that was no, really beautiful. So, Hallie, what were you like before you met Becca? Were you a serial monogamous? Were you playing the field? Like, was she right up until she, you met her? Yeah, I'm or curious. Were you different? 
I mean, I was single at the time, so I was doing what everyone else does when they're single is like trying to find validation, trying to find mm-hmm. someone who will like you back. Um, so I was enjoying my single life at that time. Um, but I, I, my history is I, I like long-term relationships right. and I'm, I'm a relationship person. But when I had met Becca, I had finally had like my, uh, like a couple of years of being single, learning how to live on my own by myself. And so that was kind of like where I was in my life, but I'm not like a player. I'm actually, I'm, I, I present confident. But I'm very sensitive and highly emotional. Um, a true creative. And overthink things. A true creative. Mm. Psychologically up and down. Uh-huh. You know, so it's a fun roller coaster. So, yeah, I honestly wouldn't have the capacity to be um, to be what she initially thought I was. Mm. Uh, I so. find it interesting how. It, it feels like you both were aware that the other could hurt you and in a way that a, there's something beautiful about that. Mm-hmm. You know, neither of you was in complete control at the beginning of your relationship. You both seemed aware of how the other could hurt you. Yeah. It's and, an even yeah. playing field yeah. of a certain in, kind. In different ways. Yeah. yeah. And then you both sort of surrender to that. Yeah, and high stakes on you, both You sides. build trust really fast when that's the case True. versus one person having all the power. Yeah. So how would you two say, we're five and a half years in, I mean, I feel like you're nearing six years. How would you say you complement each other? I mean, I don't think there are two people who are more opposite in just like (laughs) so many different areas. So I feel like because of that, we complement each other really well in a lot of things. And obviously there's times where that, that becomes a challenge when you think differently and do things differently. But I think where she has weaknesses or like, like she's a really, really good communicator. She loves communicating her feelings sometimes. Over communicate. Over communicate. But I think how I grew up and just like how I've lived my life was like, I didn't communicate anything. I didn't like confrontation. I didn't like speaking my side of things. And um, so there's like that beautiful balance of like someone who challenges you in something that's very uncomfortable. So like I've always been very uncomfortable with communication and Haley's like that's how we like we have to Grow. have that I mean we're yeah we're total opposites but yeah. it works I mean and I I'm like a workaholic so like Becca's like a really great balance for me in the sense of she's like really good at being present and enjoying life and celebrating people and um just being present in general mm-hmm. and so it's been really wonderful having her in my life because like she's brought like joy in my life outside of work, which mm-hmm. work has always been like my source of joy. And so mm-hmm. it's been cool, like in our relationship to be able to like take like, you know, she's the type of person where it's a Saturday and it's like three o'clock and she's like, let's drive to Lake Arrowhead. And I'm like, no, we should not. We're going to hit traffic. It's going to take two and a half hours to get there. We're barely going to make it to see the sunset. And she's like, no, let's go. And then we drive, like, we literally did this one time. And we drove to Lake Arrowhead. And we drove to literally just watch the sunset. And then we drove back. (laughs) So, like, that's just the type of, like, spontaneity that Becca has that um, has brought a lot of joy into my life that, to be honest, I would normally just, like, shut down and Mm. be like, it's too late. It's, I'm a very like all or nothing person. I'm like, we mm. should have woke up at eight o'clock, 8 a.m. and drove <laughs> into you. 
during the Lake Arrowhead, and, and then it would have made sense, you know. Uh-huh. So, well, the real, uh, I feel you. The real question is, was it a, <laughs> was it a five hour sunset? Was that worth the five hours? Oh yeah. No, we had the best time, well, but we, we were know. only there for like an hour. She was about to leave for Europe. And I was like, I wanted to go see the leaves because it was so hot in LA. Like so like driving over to the like more mountain town had the leaves and like colder weather. So we got to have that before she left. Mm. Yeah, it was worth it. We were there for an hour and then we drove back. Absolutely worth it. And I'm sure the drive was just as fun as the sunset. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, wow. I know. I know. I know how it works. <laughs> Continues. <laughs> that is, you know, I there's something to be said for someone who can remind you to smell the roses. Yeah. Or as yes. my mother would say, my mother calls it yes. smelly roses. Yeah. Chinese, yeah. It's all about Chinese smelling mother. the roses. Yeah. I love that. What are your love languages? Just out of curiosity. I need all of them. Yeah, last night she looks at me and she goes, I need five out of seven. <laughs> they two more. So I was like, dang. I didn't even know there were seven. Wait, what are yeah. six and seven? They're kind of like self, like to me, I, when they added them, I was like, of course. Like, aren't these just like necessities when you're in a relationship? But um, it was like. I don't know. I didn't Stand look it up. By. You can talk about you it. Should, you're looking at up. me for the answer. Well, my love language is. Uh, I mean, it's a combination of like wor- words of affirmations, like really important to me. Mm. Um, and then I would say uh, quality time, probably. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> you sound it's, confident. It's, it's shifted as I've, you know, gotten older. Like yeah. I used to, what, what's the tangible, what's a gift one? I used to oh, love yeah. gifts. Yeah. But now I don't really need tangible items anymore that's not like a no. thing when but- i was in my 20s it was like words of affirmation and gifts and now that i'm yes. in my 30s i'm like acts of service oh yeah oh <laughs> acts of service okay i would say mine are words of affirmation and acts of service those okay. are my top two so we're yeah. the same okay. i okay. feel that <laughs> i can't find this there was an instagram post but anyways okay. i said i need five out of seven <laughs> uh, what are the five? wow and, no i i would say um Physical I would say touch. quality time is my number one. And then I would say physical touch, um, closely followed by acts of service. Wow. So like, <laughs> yeah. There are certain times where, you know, we're having something going on. It's, it's so her job being on tour and like leaving for long periods of at a time is really brought those to the surface for me. Like that is how I was really able to see what identify. my love yeah to identify mine because yeah. i was like what am i missing here yeah. physical touch quality time yeah. oh i'm sure yeah. it put it in focus really quickly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was an early hurdle in your relationship i mean for me it was probably well i think i had a lot but i think for me it was um i don't talk a lot about just like my family and people t- my people close to me finding out because, you know, there's two perspectives of that story, but navigating that with my family coming from like a very conservative Christian background was something that was very challenging for me. And also the public persona of like us not being public for, you know, four years. I think that was early on like a a thing to discuss because she didn't want to be hidden. So was finding that balance of making sure for me to know that for her to know that I we were keeping it private that didn't mean that I was hiding her because mm-hmm. when we would go out you know if we were in public and someone came up to me or they were like a podcast listener and I was with Haley I introduced her as my girlfriend I just mm-hmm. didn't talk about it publicly on the podcast but like 
I never wanted her to feel hidden. It was just, I had to be, I had to be ready for that because, you know, as you know, like bachelor nation, at least for a while when, when we were on the show was like hugely conservative, mm-hmm. very, um, straight mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and people are I, mean, people, people are, mean. are mean. I mean, people yeah. on the internet are mean. And, and I was just like, I have to be ready to, I have to be certain and confident and know that I can take this on when the time comes for that. So that mm-hmm. for me was, I think probably a hurdle for both of us. Yeah, but. I would say the same. same yeah. Answers. I mean, yeah. t- I mean, that's a really good hurdle. <laughs> like, oh, not yeah. to say it's good, but like, it's a quality hurdle. Nice hurdle. Very nice. Hurdle. I love that reframe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that different. We're hurdling <laughs> over here. <laughs> not to diminish some people's hurdles, yeah. but that is a really oh, complex hurdle yeah. on well, yeah, many levels. And, it, and it's a hurdle that really establishes like how much you really want to be in this relationship because right? you're really like establishing like potentially forever uh-huh. with this person having to navigate um, such deep challenges with family and with religion. So you kind of like our first year was like most people's fifth year. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, should we be together or not? Like, are we fighting for this or not? You yeah. know, that's. I mean, it's good. It is. I, I maintain it's a it's a good hurdle in terms of being a, it being a good answer. I love the quality. I love quality hurdle. I love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Great, great A plus hurdle. Yeah. <laughs> the best hurdle the there best ever was. Best hurdle ever, ever. <laughs> uh, okay, Andy, it's time for your favorite question. Oh, I do. I have actually two questions. Okay. Um, did you? Becca, have any reservations about the the fame mm. of Haley, and what has the or 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 not just reservations, but possibly you know excitement, or and what what has the reality been? Mm. Wow, that's such a great question. I don't think ever anyone's ever asked me that. Um, I think I've I've always been drawn to artists. Like I've always been drawn to people who. I've, I've always loved singers. I've always loved um, people who were creative and artistic because I am not. So I think I've always been drawn to that. Um, and I You're think a great singer. She tries to tell me I'm a great singer. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm <laughs> I just think kidding. she has a country I'm career. Personally. Not a good, it's not even one of those things where I'm like shy about it. Like I would give anything if I could. But sing. you're good enough. You're good enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be good I mean, enough. It's a good authority. That was a good reframing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the way. Very nice. So I think that just in terms of that, like that's something I find very attractive, but I think the reality of it. And also, mind you, this is the first person, not just woman, the first person I've ever been in love with. Okay, so I'm like navigating all of these things for the very first time, falling in love, dating a woman, dating someone who five days after we met left for tour. Mm. And um, it's really challenging for me. The short answer is that I have a very hard time with the um, when she leaves, I have a really hard time. And, and I think it's glamorized. I think people are like, Oh my gosh, I want to date someone who, and I want to date someone who is a celebrity and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But, um, I found it that my personality type, like I want to, we could be around each other 24 seven and I'll reframe that. I could be around her 24 (laughs) seven and never. No, we both. We both. (laughs) Didn't want to speak for you. No, we both. Um, So polite. So, uh, I felt like that was, that's been like the challenge for me is like, I'm probably, I would 
venture to say I'm her biggest fan. And I also mm. like have the hardest time when she leaves It's in terms of like my selfish, you know, like wanting to be with her and whatnot. Sure. So that's been something that we have had to navigate. And I'm really, pr- I mean, you know, people go crazy for her. They're chanting her name. So I, it's like, I am equally proud and then, especially when we first started dating, there was like a lot of insecurity around that of like, sure. oh, is she going to bring one of those people on her bus? Like, I didn't know, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's been something of like that we're, I mean, we still navigate to this day. I had a... I mean, it's just hard to be go- away from your partner, especially I feel like a lot of couples after the pandemic, right? So if you've survived as a couple after the pandemic... You really enjoy your person oh, and yeah. your partner. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. uh, I think that unrealistic lifestyle of being able to be together 24-7 kind of threw a lot of people for the loop because when you're away from your – I mean, I don't know. Maybe other people like to be away from their partner. But we enjoyed being with each other all the time. But the reality is my my work and her work, there's a lot of travel involved. So it's just a lot of, like, communication and yeah. finding ways to, like, adjust depending sure. on – you know, your partner's needs at the time. Do you, mm-hmm. So Charlene is an opera singer and she goes on the road for extended gigs, you know, six week gigs. And when we first started dating for the first actually three, actually five years, mm-hmm. six years of our relationship, I would stay here for most of her gig. Then I would go see like maybe a week or 10 days of her shows. Right. So we'd be apart for like a month, like yeah. three times a year for the first five years. And I felt like, are you no. trying to finish? No, no, I want to hear. <laughs> like, I want to hear this. <laughs> no, I felt that I, I missed her so much, but I also, on the other hand, was like, "This is good. This is like a good missing. It makes us appreciate each other. You know, we don't just become yeah, furniture to familiar. a point, though. To a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I think and I for a week, it's it's cute. Like, oh, we miss each other. It feels good to miss each other. Like, can't wait to reunite. Yeah. I actually think we had it down to the day when we would start to go batty. I could never go more than three weeks. Three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Like the halfway through that third week, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I could. I could never. Turning. I've never yeah. been able to make it three and a half. But but I ask you, do you guys feel to some extent that the distance when when Haley goes on tour, do you think that that kind of almost strengthens your relationship in some way, in addition to creating some conflict? I think like long term, it definitely strengthens the relationship because mm-hmm. I think you're just having to every time is different. And I feel like you guys have similar experiences. We I mean, we have our like two, two and a half week mark. Cut off two. where two, two. Two, <laughs> after the two week mark, it's like we need to at least see each other, even if it's for like a day or something, right, like right. just to reconnect and yeah. sure. see each other in person. So I think it's I think it's normal when you're obsessed with the person that you're with, which it's I think fun is a good being thing. Obsessed. That is yeah. a good thing. I, I love being obsessed. And also, it can be hard. Person. It's like, yeah. like sometimes Becca's like, I wish I wasn't so obsessed with you because <laughs> then you could just like live <laughs> and I could be like, see you later, yeah. adios. And some people have that. Yeah. I manifested this for myself. <laughs> I, my whole life, I was like, I need to date someone who travels a lot. Like, I like my space. I don't want yep. someone who's always around. So, like, I set myself up for this. And yep. that's be- my own thing. Yeah, be <laughs> careful what you wish for. We're, We're doing a good job. Of my own actions. So, along the lines, how do you guys fight? I know you fight. How, how? do you fight? How do you fight? How is the fight? How do you, what are your fighting styles? Who apologizes first? How does it go down? We want a play by play. It's a quality 
fighting style. <laughs> <laughs> which you know, is, everyone get like, your notepads. Well, <laughs> we li- recently listened to this book, which I don't know, or this audiobook. I don't know if you listened to it. It's called Your Brain on Love. Um, and it, but you should listen to it. I, I loved it. Um, but it kind of separates people into like waves and islands and anchors. And so I'm a wave. So my, my style is like fear of abandonment, needing to over communicate, mm-hmm. needing to solve things now. And then Becca's an island and an island needs time to process you know, when we're in a situation where we're disagreeing, she needs space um, to be able to process and then be able to have the capacity to, to you know, resolve it with me. And I so, and then there's people that are anchors that, that, you know, so it's a really interesting audiobook. I highly recommend it. And it was just cool to feel validated. Like the, other, the an interesting thing about waves is that we love to pillow talk. And so every night I'm always so excited to get in bed We've already talked all day and then we get in bed and I like want to recap the day of the day. Like I want to recap the day of the day. And Becca is an island, which they don't like to recap. They're finally in their bed and they feel safe <laughs> where they don't have to speak to someone. I'm an island. And then I think we're go, both islands. Yeah, we're both we're islands. Both islands. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's very validating to hear the, yeah. the audiobooks. You're like, oh, that's me. Yeah. So, okay. I want to know what an, like, just for my own knowledge, what is an anchor like? No. Yeah. It's just solid. The anchor is what we all want to be. (laughs) The anchor is what we all achieve. We all hoped a very secure attachment. Okay. Okay. Secure attachment. Okay. All right. (laughs) Holy grail. All right. So so who who says sorry first? Yeah. Oh, it just depends. Here's the thing. We're making it sound like we have been peacefully arguing for five and a half years. Let me tell you something. We have had some explosive moments because of our because of my lack of communicating and her need to communicate. So I also like we're we do couples therapy, which I feel like even if you don't do it all the time, like a tune up, I just it's like changed. It's changed me, like, outside of just being in a relationship with Haley, it's changed the way I see relationships with, like, my friends, like, peace, everybody. So we have, like, really learned and, like, really worked at being able, like, specifically being able to have healthy arguments and, like, be able to have those moments of, like, one of us apologizing and validating the other's feelings, which is... Very challenging. Mm-hmm. Well, it can be really yeah. challenging to validate someone's feelings when you don't feel hurt as oh. well. And I yeah. think that's always a big challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When you're seeing red. Oh, that, yeah. Like, yeah. That's all when you, see. all you see is red, that's when you need to take a pause. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guess what? You're not, I'm not a professional, but you're not going to go anywhere with the red. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you need to be an island and yeah. you go and reflect. Yeah. 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 That's a good answer. Yeah. It, was, it was vague, but yeah. it was acceptable. I'll, we accept. We accept. <laughs> a quality <laughs> answer. Okay. We're going to do one more question and then we're going to get to the game. No, I lied. Two more questions. Because okay. I cannot resist this question. Given your relationship is a public one, what would you say is the most common misconception about you two? Do we I, have misconceptions about our relationship? I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I don't know what that convo is. We'll have to ask the fans out there. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know as far as misconceptions. I do think that, um, I think that people see Haley kind of how I saw her, at, like her persona and like how she presents in her art mm-hmm. and don't know 
like the type of person she is. Like, I think, I think that would be something that people get wrong when it comes mm-hmm. to who Haley is yeah. in, in a way of saying, like, I think she's so much deeper and like, she's just like an incredible person beyond what you see on, you know, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> We're Go painting figure. it like I, I, I portray like a negative person. Yeah. On the internet. <laughs> no, no, I, negative. It's not the shitty person you see on the internet. People who don't know. Okay, sorry. My, I think my following's very for a long Let's time. Let's Conservative yeah. and like they expect me to date like a, a like a tall Christian white man. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I yeah. think that's like the general idea of who I was no, going to end up sure. with, right? Yeah, yeah. So, well, and most think, most bachelor girls. Certainly right. from Louisiana. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think when I started dating Haley, and then if you don't know anything about her and you just see what her music videos, and I'm just basing off of what people have like, mm-hmm. literally I've had to be like, no, that's mm-hmm. not, not even half of who she is. Yeah. And that's a part of who she is. It's her art. But I think she, beyond that, is like one of the kindest, most loyal, most sensitive, most like, emotionally deep people that I've ever met. So I think I was meaning that more than anything. Sorry if that came up. No, it's okay. I don't think your persona. Well, I think I, well, I think the thing with like being a lesbian is like when we do anything that is like romantic or intimate for conservative people, it comes across as as over-sexualized or Uh, like, like a negative thing. mm. And like, there should be nothing negative about, a woman being confident and mm-hmm. going after what she wants because men are confident, but they're not deemed over-sexualized or like, like in a negative space. Mm-hmm. So I right. think that that's like, can be the misconception for people who maybe come from more of a conservative background who look at my work and they see girls like girls, the book, like, Oh, that must be so like sexual, you know, mm-hmm. like, because I feel like lesbians and queerness is always, sometimes in the conservative space, you know, um, hand in hand with like sexualness and showing your skin and all these things. Yeah, so that's a anyways, point. that's a whole nother podcast on another, another <laughs> day, <it>. yeah. <laughs> but I, but I, you know, and so it's, this is um, why you're so influential. <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, I think yeah. I just, it's like, you know, that's the whole conversation because we don't have that representation. And so the little that we do, it's, you know, I've done many music videos I've directed where it's deemed, you know, I had a trans person starring in my video and I had a brand pull out of the video because mm. it was deemed too risque. Like, why are you using the word risque with queerness? Like, that doesn't mm. make any sense. They don't, they're not hand in hand. So um, that's a lot about just like my career and like my fight with representation and, mm. and trying to normalize uh, lesbians and queer people's experiences in general. But yeah, I mean, I think Rebecca, like, I, I don't know what people's misconceptions are, but like, I, I feel like everyone knows this. I, I'm trying to think of something that they would might be surprised of. I mean, you eat lots of fast food. You're a loving, <laughs> kind hearted person. <laughs> I also think that you, what I love about you that maybe, maybe people don't know is that you are always willing to grow and you're always, willing to challenge maybe what you have been programmed to learn or unlearn growing Mm -hmm. up. And I think that that's a very brave thing that most people aren't able to have the capacity for or have the courage for. And I think obviously it 
it says so much, even just being in a relationship with me um, and navigating that. Um, but, you know, she's a very strong, courageous person. Uh, but I think most people know that. <laughs> yeah. I think I one, one that I have, I suppose, is I think Becca's hilarious. And a lot of people don't necessarily know that unless they like... <laughs> No, her. Or she's so funny. She's so she's funny. Like the funniest person ever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great answers. Final question, and then we're gonna get to the game. Any beliefs about relationships that have changed now that you've got this one? Well, for me, I think just like being a lesbian my whole life, I was, I think, in my previous traumas of being in relationships with other women, I always felt like if they weren't able to meet me where I wanted to be met in that moment, that they weren't the one for me. And I, I think that that's false. I think that's false information because mm. when I met Becca, I was here and she was over here in her journey with her sexuality. And she was still able to absolutely show up for me as a partner, as a person to be loving and also navigating her experience in her sexuality as well and that just means she was like the right person for me it's not so much like oh well like if I want to have a public relationship and you don't then like it's over like I think that definitely changed my mindset because I used to think that that was like oh then they don't love me enough or they mm. or I'm not worthy of being fought for etc and that was definitely fal a false narrative that I told myself that definitely mm. changed when I met Becca um, and when we started our relationship, mm, great oh. answer. I think for me, I, I always thought that the person I'd end up with would have everything in common with me. You know, like I, I think I always thought that we would align on every single thing. And I think what this relationship has taught me was that sure. I mean, do I think certain things would be easier if we were like a hundred percent aligned on everything? I'm sure. But it's, it's been so like beautiful for me in terms of just growing as a person to be able to see the world through someone who sees it so differently than me and who sees things differently. Like having conversations just about like even general things like politics and stuff, like being able to have like really thought provoking conversations and different perspectives has been like so like massive for me because I don't think that I was ever challenged in that way to see anything different than how I grew up. So I think, I think a lot of people that's like their big thing is they want to have everything be aligned on, you know, religion, religion. Politics. And I think that, that, that mindset that I had my whole life has changed a lot and just seeing like the beauty and having differences. And, and even like, if we don't agree on everything, being able to like hear each other and like see it through a different perspective. Ooh, you guys are, are just They're, models for life in general, right? I mean, we people <laughs> no, are not like this well, now. That's now it's like a deal pressure. breaker. Now you've guys done the work. No, but I feel like that just touching on the politics thing or religion yeah. thing. It's like most people now. It's just like, oh, it's not the same. Like, yeah, that's it. They cannot even hear each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, I mad respect. Love that. <laughs> okay, it is now time for the dear Shandy Newlyweds game. My goodness, you guys were fast, fast blazing confident. fast. Yeah. Like I couldn't, like my head was spinning how fast that went. <laughs> Except the last one. Yeah. 
The, the last one they were really hung well, up we'll on. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, oh, Andy likes to predict what he thinks the score I'm will gonna be. I'm going to go 4-3 Haley. Oh. Yeah. Wow, think- Andy. That, you don't know me at all, do you? <laughs> no. I guess I don't. He was swayed by your. She always wins. She always wins. You're swayed by her confidence. Confidence. You have innate confidence. You fooled me if if I was wrong. Mm -hmm. She would just start writing with like a completely pan face. Yeah, just stone face. Yeah. Okay. Well, Becca gave four three me. Charlene, what was your guess? I don't typically predict. You don't guess. What would you say? Go ahead. Take a guess. I mean, now that you, I. I don't know. I don't have the gumption that you have to make such a guess, but such I guess to make things interesting, yeah. I will say three, two, Becca. Oh, wow. Okay. Controversial. Okay. Okay. So, Haley, we're going to start with you, which means, Becca, this is your point to win or lose. Okay. Question number one, Haley. When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? And show the camera when you say it. A lawyer. No Whoa, way! No way! We've e- you've ever said that in our five and a half year relationship. Yeah, I wanted to be a lawyer or a surfer, Dave. or the president of the United States. My mom set up to be the first president, of the, the first woman president of the United States. What did you write? Uh-oh. Okay, Becca. We're assuming problems. you didn't get that. Let's see what you wrote. A professional skateboarder. She has said that so many times, and she yeah, went- but that's not like the re- a real one, like. <laughs> You have ne- I have never heard the word lawyer come out I've of your mouth. I've always wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> wow. They're very wow. successful. News to me. So far, but very I excited. Because I, I, I do like professional skateboarding. You always so. said that's what you would have been if your mom let you, but you were too accident prone. Yeah, I guess. She oh wow, really that's a lot of detail. Nothing. I gotta yeah. get Becca some points. I yeah, like- she—that's like a half a point because she's right. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be a skateboarder. My mom wouldn't buy me a skateboard and wouldn't let me. So honestly, that dream had died very early on because like I couldn't even dream that because she killed it so quick. When did oh. lawyer become a dream? Be always, <laughs> always. Oh. oh, I mean, I, I respect the fact that maybe skateboarder wasn't exactly a career choice for mm. her. And she was thinking more like, I just wanted yeah, to but skateboard. Some and people fun. might say princess. And we're not talking shit on like Tony Hawk. You can be a professional skateboarder for sure. It just right. the dream had died so quickly for me that it never became a dream. Got uh-huh. it. Wow. Got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wow. So that's that's good. zero zero. Yeah. Okay. 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 I could have a I half point. I, okay. I kind of have to know when did the lawyer dream stop? What age? When I realized that I was going to be fighting people all the time. Mm. I mean, I always wanted to be a performer, but I was like, if I wasn't a performer, I'd be a lawyer. And then in like a dream world, I would be in a, a surfer. Those were my three things. Wow. So a lawyer was always like my main thing. Like if I wasn't me, like I wasn't a performer, I would be a lawyer. But then I realized lawyers have to fight all the time and people are like really mean. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't. I, I'm too emotional to even think oh, about. Going I could out. never. I, I feel like those like litigators. Like I would just like yeah. Bawl. I, would I would just start crying, crying the whole time. I think a um, lot of people are very happy you did not become a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Honestly, surf? I'm happy. I yeah. no. I've literally yeah, surfed for like thirty. <laughs> actually, we went. I know we went on a trip with her younger sisters, and they were surfing in the ocean. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to go do that because, you know, I always wanted to be like a really like hot surfer chick. Mm. And I couldn't even pick up the surfboard. It was so. So I am I am actively in training to be able to carry 
on a surfboard eventually. I can't. Wow. I don't know, I'm trained three times I a week. I've never heard lawyer or professional surfboard. Uh, but you were there when I kind of pick up the surfboard. I did. That's why yeah. that was not even a thought. <laughs> not in the running. Okay, this is going to be controversy more here. interesting than I thought yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a half point on the shelf for Becca. Are we if, do it? Okay. If, no, if no, you need it. If yeah. you need it, we're right going to give it to you. Right now it's zero zero, but we feel very strongly just based on the specificity that she just provided that you may have sabotaged her, Haley. Yeah, Yeah, this feels bad news. This is this is a this solid half point. Let's see. She doesn't like to lose, so we'll see what happens. (laughs) Who's more competitive? She is. No. Oh, Becca, you you hide it well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Becca, when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wrote down a mom. Oh my oh. gosh. Wow. Uh-oh. What? Uh, we got problems. Oh no. I wrote youth counselor. She wanted to work with children. You went to college well, for it. Oh, oh, that's it. That's close. It's close. That's a childlike specialist. Yeah, same thing. That is not a youth counselor. <laughs> that's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> youth. I wrote children, but then I was like, that doesn't make sense. Youth counselor. Children. Youth that's counselor is child life no. specialist. About the same thing. That was in college. This is yeah. when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, technically, I a mom a mom is a youth counselor. In a sort way. of. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andy. I knew yeah. you would have my back in yeah, this situation. I think she's yeah. trying to be right about his prediction. Okay, so we're really doing terrible. Let's yeah. move on. Well, uh, for what it's worth, the worst score ever got zero, zero, on zero. this game was was zero. So you don't have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might get zero. Well, I, have ha- I have a half a point okay, on the okay, show. Okay, okay, okay. So. Yeah, I don't know. Just, <laughs> Haley might have a ha- youth can't. No, it's uh, not. You guys. Mom. You guys. Specialist. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Question number two, Haley. If you could have Becca's blank, what would it be? And you guys agreed that it would be a physical trait. Mm-hmm. So let's see what you put. I read eyes. Oh. oh. Are you kidding me? You got it wrong. She, I like the way she, she's angry about her complimenting you her. You always about my butt. Yeah, but I would look oh. terrible with a butt. I am the most flat person ever. You always... Oh my god! Wow. That's my favorite attribute of you, but I, I would want your eyes oh. on me. Oh. Yeah, but this is okay. Isn't so it cute, we're not though? doing it's well. It's a cute answer. It's we're sweet. not doing well. No, it's not doing, not going well. Becca, I'm how? Upset. Becca, if you could have Haley's blank, what would it be? Her lips. Oh Ooh. my god, we oh. finally got something right. Nice. Oh. Yes. yes. We got one. So that's her point. So whose point yes. is that? That's Haley's point. Haley's point. Frick yeah. Nice. (laughs) That question is extremely meta. Okay, very good. We're on the board. All right. Haley, what was your childhood pet's name? Henry. Oh. Oh, that's an amazing name. And what was Henry? Yeah, what was the... Henry yeah. was a golden doodle. I mean, childhood is a little like... I mean, we didn't get him till I was like maybe 13, but... Yeah, uh, was a oh, golden doodle. Be- Becca's got this. this <laughs> She's just smiling the over there. Thing, the sad thing is, is that uh, Becca picked me up from the airport to take me to go say goodbye to him when they put him down, but she never got to meet him. Sad. Oh, sadness. Sad. Oh. Okay. She got, she got okay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> One point for you. She's like, whatever. I won. <laughs> very exciting okay this is gonna good golden doodle very cute cute breed 
I like the name Henry. There's no I don't way know I why it matters that I. Okay, Becca, your childhood pet's name. This was the first time with this question that we started to see Haley crack a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Becca, let's see. Tizzy. <gasps> T- oh, oh, big reaction. It. Tizzy. I wrote Tizzy question mark. Wow. With, and I wrote Pomeranian white, slightly oh. overweight. Oh, and no. But you got it. Um, oh, oh, got well. it. She got it. Thank you. Very nice. I was like, it's like Tizzy or Kizzy or Wow. Damn. <gasps> oh, you guys. Let me see. Let me see the picture. Oh, is there a photo oh, of Tizzy? I can't, I can't. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. This has suddenly gotten very interesting. Oh yeah. We are two one for Haley right now. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. gonna take a lot for her. I think it's too late for you to be right. Yeah. Actually, unless we go into some sort of overtime. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Question number four. Haley, what is your bucket list travel destination? And when we asked this question, it became a discussion over whether it was your shared one or individual <laughs> one, which made us wonder why would you you would go there alone and not bring your partner. But let's see. I'm not I wrote, judging. Uh, Maldives slash New Zealand. Because oh, respect. Because Maldives is like I'm in the... Oh. I didn't even know Maldives was a thing. And when I met Becca, she was like, my dream place is Maldives. So it's become oh, my wow. dream as well. But <laughs> New Zealand is also a place that is my dream that I've always wanted to go to. <laughs> Respect those. New Zealand is one of ours. I, but Becca's having... Yeah, she's, she's what are you gasping for? What? We've already been to Japan. Yeah, but it's your dream. You I know, it. but you it's a, talk about going it back is, to it. Wait, this wasn't... Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> we, we got a problem here. The we question got a problem. was, what is your dream? In my mind, was a yeah. place that we've never ha- been. Hallie is correct. You so have what, failed, Becca. You have failed in this It's question. a place that we've never been, not just like my dream just, uh, to live in life. going back to I, Japan. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do something. This is unprecedented. I'm going to give Becca a second chance on this. Because it's not the right, it's not the right, you can't answer Japan. You can't answer Japan. Well, this becomes yeah. more of a complicated question about when you achieve a dream, is it no longer your dream? Well, yeah, my- it's very deep. It's the whole thing is quite deep. Well, because Japan is my dream. dream is to go spend a Correct. month in Japan with me. Correct. Japan is my dream, but I okay. thought the okay. question was, what is your dream place that you've never been to? That's what I put in my I, brain. I did word it as your bucket list. Yeah. Bucket list. Yeah, bucket correct. Oh, that's true. Which bucket list so would mean we was, haven't been yes. there. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's true. Becca. Should we, should we give her a nice second shot? That's not a shot? Well, I, sure. No, she got it wrong. Oh, that's a good point. Very good point. Excellent. Excellent point. Okay. We got to keep this fair, Andy. We got to yeah. keep you're it. Right, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to give out half points, too. But no, she doesn't get one for that. Sorry, Becca. This isn't a pity point game. No. no. Becca, your bucket list travel destination. Mine is the Maldives. And I oh. wrote Maldives as well. Wow. Oh. Oh, so I hey. get another point. Wow. Oh. She's already beat me, but let's just continue for the fun of it. <laughs> What's the score? It's 3-1 for you. Oh. I <laughs> give me a half. Oh. <laughs> What was that, uh, Becca? I said y'all had I had a half point on a shelf somewhere. It is. You did, but it I'm is. not sure that's going to really help. It may come in handy for this last. If one. we round up, it might help. <laughs> There's no way I got this right. So, okay. Haley, it's your last meal on Earth. You are on death row. What do you order? And the two of you agreed that it would be three items. Okay. Let's see what you put. I wrote In-N-Out Burger. I wrote mac and cheese, and I wrote pizzuki. From Whoa. BJ's. 
What's, What's that last thing? Yeah, what is pizzuki? A pizzuki is like a chocolate chip cookie in an oven pan that's warm with a dollop of a scoop of ice cream on it. You get it at BJ's. It's so good. It's my favorite. Yeah. What's BJ's? I mean, it's like a chain restaurant. It's like a yeah, the rest of the food's not good, but you really just go for the pizzuki. Yeah, yeah. I it's like a, it's called a pizzuki for clarification for history. It's pizza cookie. Oh, oh it's coming together. I'm Canadian, so I don't know some of these things. But I gotta say, when it comes to American chain restaurants, I would say that's correct across the board that you go for dessert. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Yeah, Absolutely. you don't go there like, to really yeah. eat. Yeah. Okay, everyone calm down. No chain <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> What'd you put? Let's see, Becca. Did you get Okay, well, two I got a little more fancy for her. I did zucchini squash blossoms. I, I did king crab legs and then mac and cheese. I got one. Woo! Oh, <laughs> oh sympathy <laughs> high five. Sympathy high five. Yeah, I just saw that happen. Yeah. What? Okay. I'll give you a half point for that. No! Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, give me a half and I'm up to two. I'm up to two whole points. She doesn't get a half point. I'm sorry, wow, Becca. Sure. I love I'm you, sorry. but I mean, you don't get a half point. You guys have more am, history. I'm sorry. I am also a rule follower, so I get it. We're, we're okay. honest here. The rule, the game's got to stay valid. Okay. It's suspicious that she did steal my dreamless destination as yes it does feel a little like Haley sabotage yeah, yeah. the whole thing feels a little sabotage <laughs> what are you talking about? Never talk about being a lawyer. I need to see if I got this right okay. so I need you to reveal okay. this all right Becca the big reveal even though we know what's gonna happen it's your last meal on earth what do you order I did bread and butter it's like my favorite simple pleasure <laughs> from where from where yeah I didn't put where Okay. I just put bread and butter, my mom's roast, and then chocolate ice cream with Heath and cherries. Heath. Heath bar and cherries. Yeah. Huh. All right. Heath bar, like crumbled? I I didn't know what the roast was called, but I did write it. I wrote her mom's tri-tip stew thing she makes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then I wrote, or raising canes toast and mozzarella sticks. So... Kind of close on the bread thing, and Honestly, I'm shocked that you didn't you write that didn't, down. You didn't get a point, but those are all really good guesses. I love this. <laughs> And honestly, if I had thought about mozzarella sticks, that would have gone on there. Just <laughs> so, does she get a full point or a half point? She gets no point. No, oh, no. three to one. I'm shocked. Three I won. to one. Wow! Congrats, Haley. You are the winner of the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. <laughs> And Becca, there is no losing because it just means that she knows you so well. That's right. Oh, I love that. It's true. (laughs) You're right. In a way, the the loser of the Newlyweds game is actually the winner. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone wants to be seen more. Yeah. I think in in some ways you're more seen and therefore you really won. You won. And congratulations, (laughs) Becca, the winner of the Newlyweds game. Away from her. Don't take it away. Really no, you winning. got it. Revel in it. You guys, you were such wonderful yeah, guests. You Thank you so much for joining us. We had Thank a you. blast with you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. So it was fun. so fun. Thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Ooh, oh, that was yeah. fun. That was great. <laughs> I was I was a little fooled by the confidence. They both had such like straight poker faces. They would hear the question and be like, like they definitely knew it. I got to admit, a lot of love fests, the more confident the person, the more wrong their answers are. <laughs>
<laughs> well, in this case, Haley seemed more confident and That's she true. was more correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You technically beat me when it came to the Yeah, but the I was off. I, I gave Becca too much credit. There's a reason I don't make predictions yeah, with the newlyweds game. Smart, I'm not yeah. no, I'm not good at that. I just yeah. I'm just like, I have no idea. People surprise you. Yeah. The problem is like I felt their answers, and this happens a lot actually, especially when couples have been together for a while where their answers sort of like dance around each other. Yeah. And you even saw that with like the bread. <laughs> It's like oh, bread yeah. and butter. It's and she's close. like, no, this specific bread. It's very, yeah, it gets really close. What great answers. Yeah. I also loved, I mean, I learned something new. The whole fighting style thing. Yeah. What a great roadmap. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm a wave. She's an island. I know what she needs. Yeah, I didn't know there were actual like designations of fighting styles. What do you think you are? You're an island. Oh, I'm definitely an island. And what am I? You're an islandish wave. I think I am... An island disguised as a wave. Like, I think I'm a wave, but I'm really an island. Oh, totally. Like, I'm like, let's talk about it now. But I'm actually in a place of seeing red. And I'm yes. like, I can't. Yeah. They were really cute. I loved their vibe together. Because, you know, I, like, I've been friends with Becca for a really long time. But I've never actually spent time with them together. And it just works. It does. There's a real yin-yang. Yes. Not, not like two yin and yang, like super opposite. But there is a real, I can feel the complimentary nature yeah. of that relationship. Yeah. And, you know, they said that they're they're kind of like opposites, but I actually think only in some ways. Yeah. I think they know the ways they're opposites. Yeah, yeah. What we see is kind of a unit. Yeah. They come off very similar to yeah. me, actually. But then you can see even just like little... I don't know, when they would be like, huh? with each other, that's when you're like, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. It's cute. Can we also talk about how cool Haley is? Like, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, you sometimes when I meet famous people, they're, they, they're kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, or, or they disappoint. <laughs> yeah, there's just something where you're like, oh, the fame has changed you. You're no longer yeah, like... I would never guess that Haley was famous yes, if I met her. that is that right yeah. there. She doesn't act like a famous person. She acts super... She's super chill. down to earth. It's chill. Chill. She's cool and chill. Yes. Both, they're cold. She's different <laughs> variations of cold. But not in the bad way. No, in a good way. Yeah. And and also warm, though. And warm. She's chill, <laughs> cool, and warm. Which actually, Becca, also, Becca is in her own way, too. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're great together. Yeah. I loved your question. That was, you, you broke off on your own, Andy. Went you went off script <laughs> with the question about her her notoriety, her yeah. fame. And I thought that was actually really... I mean, Becca said she'd never been asked that before. I'm surprised. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. It's something to bear in mind because she's right. Your idea of dating a pop star, like a literal pop star, right, is, oh, this is so glamorous, so fun. I'm dating someone famous. But then the reality is probably quite challenging. I think I would really struggle with it, actually. Oh, sure. That's why, you know, I asked, is it what, the, the first impression versus the reality is because initially you're like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. And that's like, oh, wait. Yeah. And I can totally see, you know, when they talked about the impression that Haley gives off, you know, she, <laughs> a theme through this is like, I almost wrote actress, even though she is a legit actress with yeah, like yeah. actual acting credits. Like that's actually, I think one of the ways she got her start. Yeah, triple threat. Yeah. But, and, and dancer actually. Yeah, that's why I said triple. <laughs> okay, good job. <laughs> so well researched. Yes, but, you know, in her music videos, like she plays a part and it it would be so easy. I feel like people even feel that way when they see their favorite TV show or least favorite TV show where they're like, oh, this actor is that person. They just right. make these assumptions. Even I mean, even on a smaller scale, The Bachelor, it's the exact same way. Yeah. And you can't defend yourself. 
The only way you can defend yourself is on Dear Shandy. <laughs> the only way. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're thrilled. She's been waiting her whole career for this moment. That can apply to Becca a bit because I think that on her seasons, like she was obviously very likable and sweet and all that stuff, but she's really got this like sense of humor that like oh, yeah. slices through. She's sardonic. She is and sardonic. You wouldn't guess that. Yeah. I don't know if I would have based no. on, but I mean, I actually think the same could be said for me a little. I read lots, speaking of people being mean, I read lots of comments saying that I needed to remove the stick from up my ass. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. Wow. So I, I, it's, yeah. People I, really don't know you. Unless they listen to the podcast, I guess. And I, same with her. Well, I don't know if I have much to add. They were just so delightful. Yeah. And I just, you know, I'm, I'm thankful. Can I can I take a moment oh, of gratitude? gratitude? Yes. Gratitude? Um, no, okay. because they're they're like a big deal. Yeah, they don't have to do this. They didn't have to do this, and there was a lot of like emails back and forth with like teams and like there's yeah. just like when you're that famous, there's like hoops, you know. And I just love that they they followed through. There was you know they were on time. There's no you know weird rescheduling or anything like that. It's like we got a date on the books. Like it's happening. Yeah. It might have taken a while, but they were committed and present. And I'm just touched. Me too. It's nice. Yeah, it's a good boss battle. <laughs> Between who? I don't know. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Delirious. Okay, I think we can wrap there, Andy. A yeah. momentous love fest. Momentous. Yes, one that's been a long time coming. Good for everybody. Probably our most hotly requested one that, and like some have been very hotly requested, but then we've done them. Yeah. Like this has been hotly requested. The most outstanding hotly requested. Yes, love most fest. outstanding. Yes without question for i would say over a year yeah over a year yeah a long time and it's done you <laughs> can ride off now, into the sunset. Yeah. it's done and now dear shandy also done if you enjoyed what you heard today you know what we will ask of you and that is to like subscribe hit the notification bell follow us on instagram and TikTok. leave us apple and spotify podcast ratings and reviews tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on dear shandy Bye bye